0: Hi, and welcome to the Silver Screen Queens podcast. Every week, we watch a movie and sit down here to talk about it. I'm Katie. I'm Mel. And we're your hosts. This week, we watched Sharknado, directed by Anthony C. Ferrante and released in 2013. The plot. The city of Los Angeles is overrun by shark-infested tornadoes. Chaos ensues, and iron's earrings fin must race against the fast-moving monsters of the deep to save his family and friends. Except they're not of the deep. There is no deep in this movie, apart from the first, like, five minutes. I think the, the sharks come from the deep. Yeah. There <laughs> is like, no deep. They're no, no they're, they're monsters of the deep. There's no deep. They're in, like, the air for 90% of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, Ian Ziering's character is called Finn. Get it? Yeah. I. Well, you know, I'm not... Totally convinced that Finn is worse than Iron's Earring, even in a shark-themed movie. But seriously, they decided to call him Finn is just ridiculous. I feel like there's someone else in the cast who's got a last name, Waves, or something silly. No, no, no. The um, the writer is called Thunder Levin. That's The screenwriter's name is Thunder Levin. I feel like I want to know if Thunder Levin is that that person's real name. So, yeah, that was basically the plot – I mean the plot as it such as it is in this movie is very thin and holds together very poorly under scrutiny. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I mean the fact that there's a sharknado at all has some really dodgy science behind it. <laughs> yeah, something to do with global warming. <laughs> yes, it's because of global warming. Global warming that makes sharks go into tornadoes of water. We don't learn why it's because of global warming nor what that You know at the beginning there's that boat? Yeah. And there's some shady dealings going on on the boat. yeah, this movie opens. Now, Sharknado, for those of you who don't know, is a classic sci-fi channel release from last year. And for those of you, well, most of our listeners have probably heard of Shark Week. Now, Shark Week happened about three weeks ago, so we're late, but, you know, we wanted to watch Sharknado. Anyway, this is a classic straight-to-TV movie starring some pretty fabulous actors, Ian Ziering of Beverly Hills 90210 fame, Tara Reid, and a few other random people that you've probably seen in a couple of things, but are mostly relative unknown. The dad from Beethoven, yeah, the dad from Beethoven, an Australian guy, and some called Jason and with some two A's Jason with two A's, and two attractive young people playing Iron Ziering's children. And we we were, I went through the movie going, gee, he's a bit young to have teenagers. And then we looked up his actual age at the end of the movie, and he's turning fifty this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I thought Tara Reid was too young to have teenagers, and she yeah, and she only... actually probably is. Yes. If if the oldest one is 18, she would have been 20 when she had him. Sorry to fill you in. Ian Zeering and Tara Reid used to be married and have two kids together who were kind of teenaged. In the movie. Not in in, in the life. movie, not in real life. <laughs> Just so you know. But yeah, that would make her very young when she had them. But, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the background. The beginning of the movie, we, were, we weren't sure we'd started the right movie when we for- mm. we turned it on. That wasn't it. We weren't sure if... We had started it at the, at right the beginning, place, yeah, because there was a sharknado. <laughs> like there was all literally sh- on the on the screen, there was a sharknado, I and mean, we were like, "Wait, do we have to rewind it?" No, no, that was the opening shot. Yeah. But also, there's this opening segment on a shark fin fishing boat so, where these horrible people are undertaking shady dealings, and I guess this is to show how terrible people are to sharks and how the sharks have risen up for in revenge. But it's really gritty and grey, and then is never referenced again throughout the rest of the film. And what did it have to do with the sharks? Like the sharknado? The sharknado just formed. There wasn't I thought that maybe we were going to get some explanation as to how the sharknado happened, but we didn't. It just sort of happened no. while the shady dealings were going on on Yeah, they say global warming once and also shady dealings of people who steal shark fins. Presumably for shark fin soup. I don't know. Yeah. Because the guy that taking racist. money Yeah, was looked vaguely Japanese. So there's that kind of racist element. Which was hilarious because the guy taking the money was very American like mm. he, there was no way that he was i mean he he had a he spoke uh, english completely fluently with an american accent yeah. to me i was just like but he looks like he's he looks like a surfer guy or something you know he doesn't look like a japanese businessman that you see in these movies no everyone they, had they way they too much even, tan they were even lazy in their stereotyping <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. they were just sort of like eh, that'll do anyway so you get this cold open on this boat and it's all gray and then the Sharknado comes along, yeah, and that's about it, really. Then we find, then I think we go from that to Nova Short Shorts. Her butt. She's waitressing in a bikini in Irons' earrings, no, beachside no, shack. No, that's that's later. The next thing that we see is everybody on the beach, like, oh, and right. then we see the girl in the bikini with the the, the girl. That's oh, there is a girl in, in a bikini who gets dressed into her wetsuit twice, and yes. Irons' earring and his Australian friend on this jet ski are looking at her, perving on her. I, I'm Something still like that. Anyway, with... the sharks attack the beach, and everyone, even people who are standing in the shallows, get their legs bitten off and whatever else. <laughs> the sharks blood come flying out of the shallows to just like I, randomly. You've never chomp seen people. sharks move this fast. They're all like <laughs> moving. I don't even know, like really, really fast. Yeah, several hundred kilometers an hour. Fast. And um, and they just come up out of the shallows to like chomp off people's legs, and then the guy's just sitting on the beach with no leg. Like ah ah. And nobody's paying any attention to him because they're all worried about this girl and the Australian man, whose character name, by the way, just side note, is Baz Hogan. Oh, there you go. Oh, what a name! But hey, look. To be fair, at least he's an actual Australian with a pretty like a real accent. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly an Australian who's lived in LA for a while because he drops a bit, but he's a real Australian. So yes, but you know, that's what an Australian like he is an Australian yeah. playing Australian who lives lived in, in LA. LA for a while. So so you it know, makes sense. It all makes sense. Anyway, yeah, he's too busy worrying about him and, someone and his little scratch on his, his leg. And his tiny minor injury that he's got when this from man being, has – being savaged by a shark, from- he has this minor scratch on his yeah, leg. Yeah, 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 just a scratch. And this other guy has lost the whole bottom half of his leg and they don't – and it's all about how – Baz, are you all right? Are you okay? And the first day person anything? comes racing you- over <laughs> – um but then we get we get no some illusions sh- we get some intercut shots of nova my favorite character during that stuff um but also there's the bit where Iron Zering goes out surfing on no waves comes back in and stands out like way out in the water screaming shark shark in the water and then- get out of the water at people without actually moving. Like, what <laughs> i know he's so stupid <laughs> and so he's just, like, like he's got yelling. some kind of magic shark repellent legs or something Yes, he does. And he I think at one point um his surfboard's upside down. Um I also like that the moral of this story is don't try and care about people, don't help mm. people. Tari- You're a jerk if you care about people. is so angry at Zeering for trying to help school children and old people instead of ahead of helping her and his own children who were doing fine by the yeah. way. Yeah they're just fine and he's like being a good guy and helping out school children she's like oh you're so selfish yeah and then um the bit where he he teaches his like his son takes after him and she's like look what you did you did you this. Made this you turned him child. into a caring person how dare you <laughs> so oh my god she's by the way i am I'm still getting over I I can't cope with Iron. Well, anyway, the pronunciation is so off. <laughs> so wrong. Iron Zearing, um, he's actually like working in this movie. Like he's really sort of putting it out there. There's some he does some great stunt shots and gets covered in blood and like he he's he's trying in this movie, right? Right, right. Tara Reed is is either high or asleep. For like 90% of this movie. Mm. She has no idea what's going on. I'm pretty sure that there's scenes where you can see her reading her cues off the, like, just past the camera. Mm. Like, she has no idea. She is dreadful in this. And we Mm. just saw Josie and the Pussycats not that long ago. And she's not good in that, but she's trying. Yeah, this just, it seems like she needed to pay some bills. It's terrible. She's Mm. awful. At least everybody else else is actually trying. Well, the dad from Beethoven's pretty much yeah. He's well, yeah. He's playing the same role. He's played everywhere else. Well, actually, no, he's playing the drunk from cheers, is what he's playing. Yes, he's, he's even literally- called George. Yeah. And he, he, he takes his he's- barstool with him when the, when the bar, yeah. of course, gets attacked by flying sharks. They come in um, flying through the windows. And he, he manages to kill a shark with a couple of sharks with his barstool. I think he goes down. He dies after defending something using a dog. His, a dog. Yes, he saves a dog with his barstool. And then he dies when the shark falls on top of him. And a wave. A wave, a, wave, a, wave, a wave washes, a, freak a, shark wave washes into him. a shark into him that eats him. <laughs> and The thing is, it seems like an awful lot of people in this movie die by getting hit by sharks. Not eaten or chomped or bitten or anything like that. They just sort of get knocked into by a shark. Like the guy, uh, there's a guy towards the end oh, of yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah, he gets hit by a shark, but then he gets impaled on the 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 Bodicea spikes they put on the front of some four wheel drive you can't it. even really blame that on the shark no all it, the shark did was really get knocked stupid, around by some wind dumb spikes on the front of his car because it's what's his face with the nitrous car Australian guy Baz has a car that's they get a car from somewhere that was juiced up on nitrous I don't actually know where they get this car because I wasn't paying attention for that part but they have a car <laughs> earlier that is and Iron. you paid attention more than I did I had to tell Katie things Iron's earrings car can cope with these really high floodwaters and water everywhere because it's designed to be used on the beach. I don't know. He's covered his equipment with something. But this is like, this is high water. Like this would be up to above their doors. Right. It's like knee height water. It's, well, no, it's higher because the sharks are all swimming around in it, right? Mm. So it's got to be at least as deep as a shark is. So maybe, yeah, more like waist height. Yeah, it's like waist height water, which and is he's high in a car. He, he's, it's a it's a four by four. So he, when he's driving around in it, apparently it can survive these floodwaters. If they eventually lose the car, and then somehow they get an even better, more awesome four by four that's got a nitrous button, and then they dress it up and turn it into a bomb at the end because why not? <laughs> Well, everything becomes a bomb at the end of the movie. Oh, they, yeah. And they... by the way, that's how you get rid of these shark tornadoes is you bomb them. Sharknadoes, Melissa. Sharknadoes. The sharknadoes. The shark let That's how you get rid of them. You bomb them. Yes, Who because knew? I, I, I actually remember the science behind this because I was so thrilled by it. This was one of she my favorite science. moments of the movie. It, it's it's science thought up by real proper Um, where they go, oh, Tornado is hot air meeting cold air, so if we drop a bomb in the middle of it, that ought to separate them. Oh, A bomb will separate the hot air and the cold air if you drop it in the middle of the tornado, which they do using a helicopter, at which point Nova, my favorite character, goes, we're going to need a bigger chopper. Yes! <sighs> that c- um, yes, this movie really does think it's Jaws. It does. And the thing is, they don't know what's bad about it. It looks awful the sound mixing is awful like sound mixing is awful but there are occasional scenes that look really good there are some scenes where they've had like a crane or a helicopter or they just do a really cool shot from below and really nicely lit shot there are a couple of good shots but there are a whole lot of other shots that just keep getting recycled over and over again and the mixing is terrible and i say this as a person who edits a sound thing every week and, and i'm very particular about my sound mixing and this was not good no, it was really dreadful. Um, you couldn't understand most of the dialogue. No, especially of... in scenes where there's a storm going on. Um, you couldn't understand any of the dialogue. The sound mixing was bad. The, um, but the cinematography, like they couldn't, they didn't have any care at all about what time of the day or night it was when they shot. Oh no, right? Or whether or not it was cloudy. Yes, like. It could be raining one second and sunny the next second and nighttime the next second, and they've gone from one place to the other. Now, I couldn't figure out the timeline of this movie at all because there was no sort of point of reference because everything was – no, and it's all grey. It's a super, super grey movie for some reason. Because sharks are grey. I thought it was trying to be gritty and realistic. No, there might be that to it. But the thing is, though, I was I was going to say, in its defence, its sound editing is better than *Birdemic*. And it, and the thing is, unlike *Birdemic*, this actually knows that it's bad. It's kind See, of, I much prefer *Birdemic*. But *Birdemic*, I laughed a lot more at. *Birdemic* makes me so happy because *Birdemic* doesn't know that it's a bad movie, mm. and the people in it don't know how bad they are. And so like they try really hard. Nobody I mean a couple of people in this are trying, but other people are just sleepwalking through it. Mm. Nobody in Birdemic sleepwalked through it. They were all giving it all they had. And that makes me like it's just there's something about it that makes me really happy and really enjoy it. Yeah. Um they and and I watched all of Birdemic. In fact, yeah, you I really turned down attention. everything else and and sat there and just watched Birdemic because I couldn't tear my eyes away. In this, I got bored for huge chunks of the time. I actually paid attention through most of it, although I had to really work at it. Yeah, exactly. It it was boring. Yeah, it was kind of boring. And And it wasn't even long. It's only an hour and a half or something. It's probably less, I think. But that's the thing is that it shouldn't have gotten that boring. If it's a bad movie, bad B movie, you've got to be entertaining the whole time. Yeah, 86 minutes. Wow. It felt longer. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's not. It's But not to, a long yeah, like movie. in its defense, there are a couple of fun bits. Like I really like the bit where he saves all the schoolchildren from he abseils over a bridge to save schoolchildren from a bus. I thought that was good, and it looked good. It was shot well. That was actually a particularly well done scene, and I pointed out that I thought that that was actually a fairly good plan given the resources they had. Was to take everybody up one by one yeah, and yeah. not push it too hard. Like it's the opposite of what they would normally do in a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was really very sensible, and um, and it had all that tension of the rope nearly breaking and all that kind of stuff at the end. And Ian Ziering doing his own stunts. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Yeah, that's right. He seems to have done his own stunts. I mean, he clearly can't surf, (laughs) but during that rope pool part he was there he was doing that and i was i was quite impressed with that i thought like i really thought he went for it with this movie i was really impressed with the actress playing his daughter as well i can't remember her name well she tried very hard to Mm. uh make dramatic scenes in the middle of like they would be talking about how he treated them which by the way is so inconsistent and weird like i don't understand that at all he seemed like a really great guy to me Yeah, he didn't seem like a bad dad or anything. He didn't seem to abandon. He was kind of absentee, but that was because his wife had made him only allowed to see them on the twentieth of the month. Right, and she's complaining about how he's never there for her, and you're like, you're only he's only allowed to see you on some random day of the month. It could be a school day, it could be a weekend. We don't know. No, it's one day a month. Like that's something that you know that people who've really done the wrong thing get. Yeah. So we have no idea what he's done. He seems like a really great guy. And he seems Probably. like a better parent than Tara Reid. And also there seem- there's another guy in the house, and I don't know if it's ch- he's like the stepfather <laughs> the or he's the daughter's boyfriend. No, no, I think he was mum's boyfriend. Mum's boyfriend. Okay, and he was just awful. Like he was so awful and he gets killed within about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, we don't even get up a good solid hate for him before no. he gets off. He just whinges and whinges and whinges and then gets eaten by a shark and his blood goes mm. through the Like, there's blood water throughout the whole house. The house Mm. is flooded with blood water. Outside, there's no water. But the house... (laughs) But the house is flooded with water that is full of blood. And a shark, obviously. uh, No, several sharks, actually. There are several sharks in the house attacking Mm. them. Yep, yep. It's the most... somehow they get out of the house to the car, but they don't actually show how he does that, or either that or I wasn't paying attention. No, I'm pretty sure they don't... He's like, I'll go distract the shark. Yeah, and then suddenly and then everyone else is at the car and he gets out and that's it. Yeah, because they had they painted themselves into a corner. They went, oh no, what are we going to do? Meh. And then we reuse the same shot we've already seen three times of the house to watch it collapse because the sharks. And then, yeah, the house explodes. <laughs> Why does the house explode? Meh. <laughs> like, there's no explanation of any of that stuff. Oh, no. Um... So that part, I did enjoy that part quite a bit. It yeah. was after that. That was when it started to get really boring for me. Mm. Like there's the bus bit, but between that and the bus bit, there's nothing. And then between the bus bit and the finale, there's a lot of yeah, the very boring is, stuff. The finale is kind of cool. His son is a helicopter pilot or a trainee pilot, and he's got to go up in this helicopter with short shorts, who we loved. We love short shorts. She's really handy with a rifle, a shotgun. Oh, yeah. she's She was the most useful of anyone. And she's the only one who doesn't sort of go, ah, Sharknado, she's like, sharks, bang. Yeah. (laughs) Like grabs and shotgun through the whole movie. She's like the action chick. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's got a backstory too about why she hates sharks. (laughs) I love the backstory so much. It's so dramatic the way that they present it. So this whole movie, it's I really hate sharks, right? That's her whole arc is I really hate sharks. Mm. No, you don't understand. I really hate sharks. I'm an environmentalist who hates sharks. Yeah, basically. Hates sharks so um then finally we get to hear a story and it's like i was raised by my grandparents one day they took me out on a boat and then the boat stopped working and at night the sharks came they put me on this little raft to save me but by morning none of them were left they ate my grandparents right in front of me it's the best thing like it's the best monologue she goes for five minutes with this thing and it's just hilarious like trying so hard to be dramatic but do they not understand how ridiculous that is i feel like they do or somebody does i don't know i feel like the marketing people definitely knew this movie was ridiculous but i feel i feel like the movie knows it's ridiculous too there are just some bits that are so knowing and like, like we're gonna need a bigger chopper. Like yeah, but she that was, delivers that, that with was, a straight face. I, I mean, know, but that's the thing is she delivers that with a straight face. Hmm. It's not a tongue in cheek line. It's just a straight up. Well, look, I think, we're like I Jaws, think Jaws, Thumper, line. or whatever his name is, Thunder. Yeah, I think Thunder has has used that ironically, but I, I think maybe maybe she doesn't know. She's only young, like Thunder Eleven. Yeah, maybe, but I don't, I don't know. know. I I feel I'm like not convinced. I, I, that's I feel like they w- were trying to make I a waver, real serious movie. I waver back and forth with this one about whether – I f- feel like this, this is from the people who made Sharktopus. Like, it's not like they don't know. Yeah, I know. The premise is, is crazy, right? Yeah. And, and the pr- poster, which, by the way, has better graphics on it than the movie does, says Sharknado, and then it has a picture of the Sharknado, and it says, enough said. Like, they knew, mm. right? Sci-Fi Channel knew what they were doing. I'm not convinced that the director, cinematographer, and most of the actors knew how ridiculous this was. Yeah, I suppose they thought they were doing some low-budget horror and they had to give it their all. Yes, that's what it seems like to me. It doesn't seem like... I mean, now they probably do know, but... Yeah, I I can't imagine Sharknado 2 is... I've heard that it actually is quite similar to the first one in that all the same things are wrong with it, so it might still be really enjoyable. Okay, well, we'll we'll give that a go. <laughs> I'm I'm actually currently listening to the How Did This Get Made podcast about Sharknado 2. I'm in the middle of that one. Mm, I'm I'm saving that one, the Sharknado one until until after I was saving it until after I'd seen this one. Well, that's the thing. The only reason that I wanted to see this movie is because I'd listened to that. I it's figured the same it sh- thing with Bodemic. I figured it was Shark Week and this was on Netflix, so that's why we were going to watch it. Well, it, when I say it was Shark Week, I mean it was Shark Week three weeks ago, and we needed, and we always talked about doing a Shark Week movie. So that was that fit. This fit the criteria. Also, there's a bit of a dead zone in this in cinemas at the moment. Oh man, which you nothing. might understand if you've heard us review Lucy and Hercules over the last couple of weeks. Although Hercules is really good. Yeah, Hercules was really enjoyable. Yeah, I just I feel like. If you're going to make a bad movie, you sort of go for it all the way. This wasn't I don't think this quite deserves its cult bad movie status as much as something like Birdemic yeah. does. Yep. Um like it doesn't commit to the global warming thing quite. It doesn't commit <laughs> effectively. to the badness quite as effectively. No, although some of sometimes you get actual good bits. And the 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 approaches are very different. Mm. I mean, let's take a look at Birdemic. 45 minutes in, we get our first shot of a Birdemic. Mm. This movie, literally the opening shot, is a Sharknado. So they know what the audience wants and they're giving it to them. The right. problem is the Sharknado looks awful. Mm. Like, oh, it's so bad. So, and we watched it on Netflix and it probably came through in standard def, but it looked terrible. So if you're watching it on a regular TV, which it's a TV movie, it probably looks awful. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, um, You'd think people are going into it to watch the Sharknado, right? But the Sharknado looks kind of like like, a screensaver, mm. you know, the way it swirls. Oh, especially how fast they move the sharks. It's just ridiculously unrealistic. And they use the same shots for the sharks over and over again. You but never actually see a shark. It's kind of like Jaws in that there's way. A, there's one shot actually where they, that just looks, there's a shark, a grey shark on a blue background. Like the, it, it's supposed to be a shark in some water, but it just looks like, a background done in Microsoft paint or something they're they're terrible like the the effects are awful and I get that they made it on no budget but you think like you devote your budget to like one good shot of a shark a la jaws well that's the thing yeah it's in it's like jaws in all the ways that it doesn't want to be basically like <laughs> it's like jaws in that the effects are bad and the sharks are unfilmable, and yet they just decided to film them anyway instead of, like, Jaws creating that tension by shooting around them. Mm. No, no, they're just like, look, sharks, more sharks, here's yeah. another shark. Here, we'll throw, literally throw a shark at you. Mm. Um, then there's the <laughs> the big shark, the big one, the the one that is their uh. nemesis, <laughs> I, <laughs> which eats Nova out of the helicopter. Yeah. Then... It tries to eat Iron Earring. That, I think, was its big mistake. Well, Iron Earring goes at it with a, with a chainsaw, and it, he ends up in its gullet. Right. And then he... Do you want to tell it? Um, so, he... this shark swallows him whole. He goes flying at the shark. The shark comes flying at him, and it swallows him whole. And then we hear the cha- chainsaw... And then there's a five minute scene. This is the longest scene in the movie. Yeah, This is where it gets Over like it pandemic. Slowly, like with the chainsaw noise, and then you start to see blood coming out of the shark's stomach mm. and then erupts Iron's earring, like he's being born, covered in blood. Mm. Like really, really covered in blood. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And awesome. what does he do? He turns around, reaches back into the shark, and pulls Nova out. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> he pulls her out and she's covered in blood and yeah. you know he collapses and and his son who by the way this is probably my favorite subplot of the movie is that nova has a crush on iron Zeering. and iron Zeering, very practically i think and very you know says i'm your boss and i'm too old for you yeah and so he never pursues that with her then she meets his son and she's like holy crap what was i wasting my time on that guy for <laughs> and she hooks up with the son Nova yep. is by far my favorite character Nova's in this movie. the best. She's great. Well, she also takes no shit from George, who's a, a really gross and creepy hit hitting on her all the time. She, like, hits him. She, yeah. she will not take his crap, which is yeah. great. She's great. She's, my, she's by far my favorite character. The son is pretty cool, too. In fact, I remember the son's name. The son's called Matt. I cool. don't remember the daughter's name. I don't remember Tara Reed's name. I remember mm. Nova because it's dumb. I remember Johnny with an I. Who was the, uh, no, the weather on the radio. girl? No, she's the TV weather girl. I'm oh, right. Sure. That's she's right. constantly talking about how like the tornadoes are here and some people are saying there's sharks in the street. This report was brought to you by Johnny with an I. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why? Why is that something that she decides to say now? Sharks are eating people in the street. I'm Johnny with an I. I don't know. Oh, her oh, name man. is Johnny Waves. That's the character who's got the last name Waves. Well, that makes sense. She's a weather girl. Oh, man! I don't even know it's just like it doesn't quite have the level of like enjoyable campiness. no, I think that's what it's kind of lacking is any kind of campiness to it mm. i I suspect if i I think if I'd seen it perhaps before the hype though because it got this cult following. See, I can't decide though it it sort of set itself up to have a cult following like it seems that that's why what I keep why I keep coming back to it being too knowing like it it, we're probably seeing it too late because it's like a year and pl- plus since it came out. And so people have been going on about it and laughing about it and laughing at it and all that for a year. Well, it's a year and three weeks. N- indeed. And so I-, I don't know if it's just it- it's trying too hard to be a dumb cult movie. But it isn't. That's the thing about it that gets me is that it's so serious. It takes itself so Seriously, mm. everybody in it is taking themselves seriously. Those Dutch angles are taking themselves seriously, you know, like they're not messing around. It's just that they're bad yeah, I don't know i I sort of feel like they were they didn't take them i i i'm not- su- i'm not sure so sure I agree with you on that. I feel okay. like they were being they were was quite cynical when they were making it. I think the reason is because the things that we think are funny are not what they're intentionally making funny, right okay, so if you go to twenty two jump street Mm. And you see that movie and you hear the meat cute joke. Everybody's laughing because we're in on the joke. Yeah. We're like, oh, a meat cute I know what that is. What they want from this is for you to feel the same way when they say we're going to need a bigger chopper. Yeah. They want you to go, oh, haha, I know what that is. That's a Jaws reference. What we're doing is going, oh, haha, I can't believe you're comparing yourself to Jaws. Right. So, like... Yeah, that's where I think I'm getting. Uh, this is where I'm getting my th- idea that they really do know what they're doing. I mean, they don't really don't. don't yeah, like even Thunder Eleven, I'm not sure does. I am pretty sure that that is supposed to be that that um, sharks killed my grandparents scene is supposed to be dramatic. Mm. It's not dramatic. Yeah, serious it's backstory. Ridic- it is ridiculous. Yeah, especially as it's being delivered by a girl in a bikini, a crocheted top, and some short shorts. Which, because she starts out the movie in a bikini, throws on a crocheted top and some short shorts over it, and then that's what she wears for the rest I of the movie. I feel sorry for her, though. I don't. I feel like that. I'm not going to judge her on that outfit because the thing is, she actually that's like a practical outfit. Her crochet top, short shorts, and and Converse. In the beginning, she's waitressing in a bikini and an apron. Like that's not hygienic. No, I know. I'm I, I feel sorry for her as well, but I like that's why it's not easy to take her seriously is cuz that's what they've put her in. Mm. You know, it's not because of her, it's because that's what they've decided to go with for yeah. her. Yeah. I I was I was okay with taking her seriously cuz she's pretty handy with a shotgun. She is pretty handy with a shotgun. But I mean, it it makes it like they're trying to make her the sex object for it. Mm. And she's fighting really hard against that. Is how yeah, I feel about so it. Yeah, that's so true. Like they're trying to make it sort of sucker punchy mm. in that kind of exploitative like look it's a hot girl with a shotgun way mm. and she is like no no this is my big break i'm going to do this as hard as i can do this and she did and the um the daughter as well i think she just worked her butt off and she's she's probably i've in looking at her imdb she seems to have gone on to better things which is good because she was given rubbish to work with in mm. this like she is just all wine and no cheese <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. Because the cheese factor would have made it fun. I know, but she tries to emote. Bless her. Like, no, when I, she's got I the, understand yeah, that. the yeah, the abusive. Oh, her, the allegedly bad dad story. It doesn't make sense. I know, to... I know. We talked about it's, it already. She, Tara Reed is clearly worse. I know. Tara Reed is an awful person in this movie. Mm. She's like, stop caring about other people, the whole thing. Yeah, her whole arc, his whole arc is to, that he should start caring more about his own family and less about other people. Yeah, I know, poor Tara Reade. That's Reid. not an arc. She's stuck with this horrible shrew of a character. They could have, anyway, that's, uh, maybe maybe she just was happy to walk through it. I don't know. She got her money, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And she she got the sequel, too. Yeah. But, oh, my God. Anyway. Because he seems really great, right? Like mm, He seems like a decent guy. <laughs> but also, I, I, know, I wouldn't hero- say really great, but he's decent he guy. He saves a bus full of children. Oh, and the old people. Oh, and my favorite joke of the whole movie. Why would you put an old people's home next to an airport? Because old people can't hear. <laughs> yeah, that's the only actually intentionally funny joke oh. in the movie, I think. That's pretty good. Which did like the old people's home actually did work to give it some tension. I quite like that, especially yeah. when the pool blew up and was on fire. Oh what, <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, because some of the old folks, there was an old lady, like an old blonde lady, and she was given it all she had. Clearly, the actors had this little subplot going on where there was a little romantic interest between her and another one of the old folks at the old I think folks' they were home. Married, they were in the pool together. Yeah, yeah, I think they were they were together, right? And that, I thought that was kind of sweet. I thought this, and the she was given it pool, all she's got when they were in the pool together and the shark flew into the pool was yeah, yeah. particularly funny. And he, he pulled her in. <laughs> and then Iron has to save the both of them. Yeah, exactly. And their walker. Yeah. And the walking frame. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't just save the people. Oh, it kind of. It, it just. It was so stupid. It was like they had to pull her in there so she could get saved. It was a bit like something that happened in yesterday's Doctor Who, where Clara was like pulled into something just so she could get saved from the, it when the door went. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. They had to engineer it, and, and so it was so obvious that they were trying to make it so she could get saved. And that was the same with these um, old folks. Yeah. yeah, it really was like he had to pull her into the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then she could get saved by the hero, anyway. which didn't make any sense. She could have just gone and right. She was fine. She would have been actually. She probably wouldn't have been safe from the sharks because apparently. They they can breathe air. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no like you're talking about how like there's 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 no yeah. <laughs> water for them to swim in in the sharknado, so they're just breathing air. Also, they've been violently ripped from their homes and pulled up into a sharknado, and their first instinct is to just sort of go. Huck, huck, huck. At everything they see. Pretty like, much. That's what these filmmakers think sharks do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, another one of my favorite jokes is about, is at the old folks home too, by the way, when they're getting out of the pool and they're moving away and she has a walking frame. Iron Zeroing yells, run! And, like, she's 90! <laughs> that's she not a has joke, a walking though. frame. <laughs> Don't be so cruel. Again, that's not an intentional joke. Damn it. It was my it was one of my favourites. <laughs> I know, but I don't think that's an intentional no, I joke. <laughs> I think that's just like also, uh, can I just point out that there's cuts in this movie where mm-hmm. there's a setup for a thing to happen and then the the next shot is a thing not happening. Mm. <laughs> like and, and there's all these things where you know, the the attacks don't look like attacks. None of the setups pay off. No. Right? Like you have a shot, but there's no counter shot for that. It's just suddenly you're something somewhere else and you're like, oh, he got attacked? Wait, when did that happen? Apparently like, he distracted just, the sharks. Sometimes it's just yeah. people falling over and then there's blood in the water and then it's like... And people are just moving around in the water. Sometimes it's like special effects. But honestly, I think the makeup effects... I'm going to go out on a limb here. Makeup effects in Birdemic, much better than this movie. Okay. 'Cause the makeup effects in Bird Damming, you know when they had all the there a like, pretty fabulous Uzi... bit where someone loses his arm at the end and it spurts everywhere. Yeah, but Pull. even then like like the the guy who's lost his leg in the on the beach, yeah. you can see that he's put his leg under the sand. Ah! <laughs> Like uh, you know, the stuff in Berdemic, they tried. They did try the, the makeup in that. Like when the people had the boils on their faces for no reason, to be fair. But pe- when people were hurting, like that makeup was good. Mm. Whoever they had for the makeup on artist, uh, makeup artist on that was pretty good. The makeup artist on this was rubbish. There would be like a blood stain where nothing had happened, and mm. like. It just didn't make any sense. There were, and again, the, I mean, part of that was the editing too, because mm. you had no counter shot to go. Oh, this is what happened to this person. Right. A lot of the time, mm. I'm still not sure how Iron Zering hurt his hand. That you're testing my powers of recall. It's been over 24 hours since I watched the movie. Because <laughs> they're in the house, mm. and then he's like, "Ah, my hand." But did he get bitten? Oh, he. It's when he's trying to save stupid boyfriend. Uh, I guess. I get, I, I get the feeling... No, no, he... no. It's after that because the boyfriend just tears up into pieces. Mm. <laughs> very, very violent in front of his girlfriend. Yeah, but I, and... Ian actually tries to do yes. something. But then while he's in the water, I think they get attacked by another shark and he tries to beat it off with a bookcase. Oh, uh, yes, that's it. That's how it happened. But I don't know if his hand got bitten or if he heard it on the bookcase because or... one minute he I was feel fine like and the next minute related. he had a very, very thin crappy bandage on his hand. Could it be when he was distracted there was the a sharks. white crappy bandage on his hand that I, wasn't tied properly? <laughs> I I don't know. I guess it was the the sh- I guess it was a shark bite. Otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. He wouldn't be the hero of Sharknado if he hadn't been attacked by a shark. If he doesn't he doesn't sort of he look good. He got eaten. Doesn't look good for the hero to have been attacked by a bookcase. Yeah, I suppose it just I don't remember there being a shot that like and I was watching that scene. <laughs> yeah, I th- And there wasn't a the shot. There was that showed him actually getting bit getting bitten. Yeah. But that's the thing I don't think any of the shots where you see sharks actually show them biting anyone. It's more of like a lot of action and sound and fury. Right. going on and then red water. Yes, exactly like that. And somebody sitting on the beach going, "Ah, ah, my leg's gone." <laughs> <laughs> He's got an arm off. Don't worry about him. He's armless. Oh well, no arm done. <sighs> except they don't make any of those jokes. No, sadly they don't. I didn't get as much out of this as no, I did with Bodemic, which is a I little bit either. disappointing. Bodemic made me so happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that Bodemic made me happy, but it made me laugh a See, lot. See, I could watch that movie again and still find it enjoyable. Well, you can take one for the team and watch it again <laughs> because I'm not. I might I might well give this a lower mark than Bodemic, which I, I, I think, think I gave I am. one star. But I think I gave no stars. You did. You gave no stars because, to Pademic. But I think part of the reason, like I will give this one star, but the reason that I, I gave no stars to Epidemic is because I can't rate that. Mm. You can't rate something that's so terrible that it's thoroughly enjoyable the whole way through. Mm. However, you can rate something that's just not very good. Mm. So that's my <laughs> So, uh, yeah, here. whereas my, my criteria was I, I got a quite a few laughs out of Epidemic, so I gave it a star, whereas this one I'm probably just going to give half a star. I see. Yeah, that's that's a little bit, probably half a star is more accurate. Mm. But yeah, that's the thing is that I think for me, when you see something like Perdemic, where everybody has poured their hearts and souls into it, and people like it for the, all the wrong reasons, mm. I'm like, I can't rate that. I don't know how, there's no rating system for a movie like that. I, I mean, there's only other one other movie that I've ever not rated in my life, mm. and that was I gave it zero stars on purpose because it was bad. Whereas this one, with, with Birdemic, it was more that I just couldn't give it anything because I didn't know what to give it. I had to either give it zero or five. Fair enough. Because I had such a good time watching it, much more than better movies that I have seen. Mm. And yet I can't give it five stars. It's rubbish. So it's not so much zero stars as unrated. Okay, fair enough. Whereas we... this one's getting, yeah, I'd say probably half a star as well. Okay, cool. Half a star each. So we might as well wrap up seeing as we've okay. talked enough about it. So half a star each for Sharknado. You want to do the wrap up? I am going to do the wrap up today. If you would like to go to our website to see our show notes, I don't know if we'll have any, but if we do have any. <laughs> yeah, many, um, many notes. <laughs> yeah, All those notes about science and sharks, you may go to our website. It is silverscreenqueens.com. If you would like to read my review of Sharknado, which will probably be up by the time you listen to this, hopefully, maybe, you may go to silverscreenqueen.wordpress.com. I also publish all of my reviews of other movies there. You can follow us on Twitter at screen underscore queens. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash silverscreenqueens. And you can follow us on our Tumblr where we reblog many, many wonderful things, including lots of pretty pictures of Chris's at tumblr.silverscreenqueens.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye.